Scunthorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runner. Donovan Bailey is putting on a third. He's got it! 984, a world record for Donovan Bailey and a gold medal! A perfect score. 10.0 for Dante Cavanici. A perfect score. The first time I've never seen this one. So in over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record. 9.68, the wind is okay. How easy was that? Welcome back to Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast as we open the vault once again to bring you a classic interview from our parent show, The Brink, an Olympic interview from all the Olympians and people connected to the Olympics that we spoke to. And this one's a big one. Raylene Boyle, one of Australia's greatest ever uh, athletes uh, and, a, and a runner, I should say. That's what I'm trying to, to point out there, a sprinter who uh, I guess really is known for having some pretty bad luck when it came to her results. Three-time silver medalist. She won silver in the 200 metres in both uh, Mexico City and Munich and then uh, silver in the 100 metres in Munich. But I guess what really she's known for and saying that un- and lucky is that uh, everybody who, who beat her in those games has, has gone on to, uh, to basically be found out that they were... Uh, illegal in terms of their performances. They were on drugs and uh, a certain amount of time had passed that uh, sadly she couldn't have them uh, overturned and she has to still take the silver. So that's, I guess, something that she's well known for in, in this country. But this interview, again, a little bit different. You would have heard in our Stephanie Rice interview that it necessarily wasn't about the Olympics. This one's pretty much similar as well. I uh, spoke to Raylene uh, for this interview in regards to a, a charity event that is held uh, in this country, uh, the Tour de Croft. Uh, an Australian rules footballer called Shane Crawford does an annual ride where he raised money for the Breast Cancer Network of Australia. And this was uh, an interview in the lead-up to 2013 with Raylene because she's a breast cancer survivor and uh, she's also heavily involved in the Breast Cancer Network of Australia. So a lot of the focus of this interview is actually on that. But again, still references there and and, uh, you know, she's an Olympian and a, a legendary Olympian. So we still wanted to bring this to you as well. So here is my 2013 interview with the legendary Raylene Boyle. Raylene Boyle is an Australian sporting legend that has been listed as one of Australia's 100 national living treasures as well as one of Australia's 100 greatest sportswomen of all time. She is a driving force in the Breast Cancer Network of Australia as it helps raise awareness for the condition across the country and currently the network is heavily involved in the Tour de Croft event as AFL legend Shane Crawford pedals his way from Melbourne to Perth. I spoke to Raylene about Shane's journey and just how special it has been for her to be involved in the network since its inception. Raylene, welcome to The Brink and Edge Radio. Thanks, Ben. It's my pleasure. We saw a couple of years ago Shane raise uh, over $500,000 in his run from Adelaide to Melbourne. Now, when did the plan for him to start this uh, even longer journey first come about? Oh, look, it was earlier this year. Um, I think it's Channel 9 guys and Shane got together and Shane said he wanted to do something else um, to help the, the Breast Cancer Network Australia and and they came up with this um, idea, um, quite a, a, a big one <laughs> in my mind, to ride 3,600 kilometres from Melbourne to Perth um, to the right, you know, on the ride to the other side. It's, it's a massive um, 
I guess, sacrifice on his part to leave his family for 22 days and, and put that many Ks under his legs. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And he's, he's obviously remained quite involved with the network uh, over the last few years. Just, just how much involvement has Shane had uh, since that run back in 2010? Look, Shane's been fantastic. He um, really became engaged because he met a number of women um, through the network and through his run that, you know, ranged in ages and ranged in diagnoses and, and prognoses and, and it really touched his heart. And, you know, you don't often see a commitment like this. I mean, we do see it, but Shane has no reason for the commitment outside of, of the women because he has no breast cancer history in his family um, and there's no real connection from that point of view. It's more that he's just been out there and he's seen the impact of this disease on the community of Australia. You know, 15,000 women a year uh, at the moment. 15,000 women this year will be told they've got breast cancer. And and it's really touched him. Yeah, yeah. It touches a lot of people, of course, uh, along the way. I mean, how important is it for people such as Shane to, to hold events like this, to, to raise money for the network? And particularly, as you said, someone who hasn't really had that family um, ex- experience in history with uh, with breast cancer and, and even, I suppose, a, a man kind of uh, being almost a face for breast cancer in Australia? Look, it's, it's very important and, and I think it's not only the, the raising of the money that's um, significant, I think it's also the raising of um, the need to have yourself checked um, in, the, in the case of women and in, certainly in the case of men if they notice any variation in their breast lump or a bit of dimpling or um, secretion from the nipple, then they should be having their breast checked too. We know that the incidence is much lower. It's only just over 100 men a year. But uh, women, there is a program for women to go and have their breast check and checked and they should stick to that. But also anyone under the age uh, should... Uh, of where they can go and have it, their breast checked by the government outlines, um, they should go and have their breast checked by their doctor and in turn have mammograms or ultrasounds or whatever's needed to uncover what is getting or, or what is causing the issue they've noticed. Mm, exactly. Always very important to have those checks. And, and the funding that we were obviously speaking about along the way here with the Tour de Croft, and it's not just Tour de Croft, it's all across the year that uh, the network obviously has fundraisers. Where does that money go to and what exactly is the money used for in, uh, in helping women and men when it comes to breast cancer? Look, we have a number of things that we do. We've produced a kit called the My Journey Kit. Um, It's been out now for quite a few years. We've updated it. It's a kit that actually is given to each woman as they're diagnosed with breast cancer. After we produced that kit, we we realised that there was actually a need for a kit that was more relative to women with secondary disease. So we've gone ahead in our processes and we've produced that. We we actually do all of the um, sending out of the burly kits that are sent out to women after their breast cancer, be that with or without the breast loss. Um, and we have a policy department that works constantly on new drugs that are being um, coming onto the, the free list, but also any policy to do with breast cancer. We are there constantly um, working on behalf of the women to make sure that every woman on her journey, be they just being diagnosed or in the in the um, market of having di- having a diagnosis of breast cancer, we, we're working with the politicians constantly to make sure their journey is better. Mm, and that's something that uh, you can never get enough uh, funding for it along the way. H- how much are you hoping to raise for the, the Tour de Croix as Shane continues his journey? Look, as much 
as possible, but it'd be lovely to get just over a million dollars. There's already $500,000 received um, via the AFL footy show with their um, corporate donations. And along the way, people are being very generous. I I saw Shane in Sejuna on um, at the end of last week. And um, there was a man in a small country town and he'd been prospecting in Kalgoorlie and he'd found two pieces of gold, one larger and one smaller. And he went up to Shane and he gave him the small piece. He said, I haven't got any money, mate, but, you know, here's this bit of gold. And to me, that is such an excellent symbol. He said, it's worth about 200 bucks. He said, you know, mm. it's it's um, something that you can cash in and, and um, use the money. And I just think that's such a great symbol of, of our society that even if we haven't got much, we still like to give and um, participate in events like this. And, and I just want to see people put their hands in their pockets and say thank you to Shane, but also make sure that the women in this country, as they're diagnosed with um, breast cancer, have a better situation to come into. Mm, absolutely. That's um, that's a great story there. Good to hear that. Have You You just said you saw him uh, a few days ago. Are you, are you remaining in uh, contact with him every day, every couple of days along the way? I'm in contact through Breast Cancer Network, um, and I'm going to Perth next week for when he arrives. Um, we had a couple of days in Sojourner and waited for him there, and he really looked fantastic. In fact, he's already a day ahead of his uh, set program, and I think he's doing that because the, the weather's looking a bit dicey. But he, the other day, um, he rode an extra 100 kilometres, so he's managing the ride well. He sort of had a couple of little slumps, as you do when you're doing anything like this, um, but he's come out of them very well, and he's he's working hard and... And, you know, meeting interesting people and in enjoying the task, even though it's not a task I'd particularly set myself. No, no, definitely not for the, uh, the faint of heart. Uh, given your experiences with breast cancer, Raylene, how, how have you found working on, on the board for Breast Cancer Network of Australia and, and obviously getting to, to help out women affected by the disease? I've actually been with Breast Cancer Network Australia since it formalised its board and formalised its situation. And really the difference between when I was diagnosed 17 years ago and, and now is dramatic. Um, back then I had no knowledge, there was no information for me. If I did go to the computer, you know, it came from other countries, the information. You didn't know what to believe. There's a lot of kooky stuff out there too. It can be very confusing. With Breast Cancer Network Australia, which I might add is the pink lady symbol, um, the information is the genuine, medically proven um, information that women need to have to be able to make logical and sensible decisions about their own journey. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, doing great out there, of course, uh, around Australia. Now, still a few days to go on the Tour de Croft. As we know, finishing a day earlier, that would be great for Shane. Any ideas what's uh, maybe in the future? I've got a suggestion maybe, Raylene. You could have a unicycle journey from Darwin to Hobart. How does that sound? I think that's a very good idea. I think that the East Coast is a wonderful place to to get out and share our knowledge and our, and our message. Um, I think that, you know, across the southern states, we probably have better coverage. And up north, it's more difficult with the rugby mm-hmm. um, influence with this, when it comes to Shane. But I think that would be a fabulous idea. And um, I'd be more than happy to go on the road. Yes, yes. Well, uh, we'll hope for the best for that. Of course, people can find out more information about the Breast Cancer Network of Australia by visiting bcna.org.au. You can donate on the site. And of course, if you 
you'd like to track where Shane is, receive daily updates of that journey, you can visit Shane's website, which is www.crawf.com.au or follow the AFL Footy Show on Facebook. We'll put the links up for both those pages on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Raylene, massive pleasure having you on the show today and all the best for the future. My pleasure, darling, and thank you so much for participating with us. We did actually go on to get Shane Crawford on the show too. If you, I mean, it's not Olympic related, but if you're Australian, you're a football fan, um, that interview exists. So I'm sure you can find that somewhere on the internet. If not, messages you want to hear it. I'm sure we can uh, we can get it to you there. But Raylene Boyle, as I said, legend of the Olympics, legend of Australia, uh, and you would have heard us say, you know, one of the, the greatest 100 living tre- treasures uh, named by Australia, the National Trust of Australia. So uh, definitely somebody that we hold in very high regard in this country so thank you to Raylene for giving us your time uh, back in 2013 more of these still to come as always as I say we've got plenty more to come we've got lots and they're still coming your way like us on Facebook to stay up to date you can also subscribe on iTunes leave us feedback rate us everything else in between you know the drill and that's how you can always get these episodes without ever missing one because we know you don't want to miss one right now you're going to miss us though because we're heading out the door this is it this is the end of the episode and we appreciate your time once again off the podium We will speak to you next time.